Numbers, you should study Numbers 13, 14, chapters, number, uh, chapters 13 and 14 specifically. But I want you to notice something here in Numbers 14. You remember how many spies were sent out into the land? What, what land were they, were, they, were they checking out? Remember the 12 spies went out into the land? Two of the spies we know were Joshua and Caleb. And 10 of the spies came back with what? An evil. What was the evil report? Unbelief. And it was that we can't do what God told us we could do. It was contrary to his knowledge. Now, now one thing that's interesting is that these 12 spies were not just the pick, they were not just somebody who were picked from the pack. They were the pick of the pack. They were the princes. What, 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 what would cause a prince to stand out back in that day? They were the ones who were fed the best, educated the best, the most time was spent on them. The, these were folks, and, and, the, and historians say they were all about 30 years old, all of them. And now they're being sent into the land, and, and all of them have been taught the word, they all know what Moses has taught them, and they all know that they're going to a land that God has sent them to, right? And now they're sent into this land, and ten of them come back with an evil report. Only two come back with a good report. And ten of them said, it is what God said, but we can't do what God said. Now, why did they say it is what God said? Because God said it's a land that's full of milk and honey. It's full of pomegranates and it's full of grapes and, and all these big things. And they went and they saw them and felt them with their hand and brought them back. But they said, we saw the giants. And when we saw the giants, we were grasshoppers in their sight. And we became grasshoppers in our own sight. They began to do what? Instead of walking by the knowledge of God, they began to walk by the knowledge of what they saw. The just shall live by which knowledge? There's a good book by E.W. Kenyon called The Two Kinds of Knowledge. There's, there's revelation knowledge and then there's natural knowledge. Revelation knowledge should always outweigh Natural. What is revelation knowledge? It's knowledge revealed to you by God's word. What does God's word say about your health? Huh? By his stripes you were healed. What else does he say? That you shall live long and prosper. That was not a word just to uh, the, the uh, what, what were they called? The Vulcans in Star Trek. That was a word from the Lord that we should live long and prosper. Well, how long should we live? What does the word of God say? How long should we live? See, knowledge. Knowledge. How long should we live? Put up, put up, yeah, you said it, brother. Uh, Genesis, well, just write it down. Genesis chapter 6. says uh, Genesis 7. No, it's Genesis 6, isn't it? 
Verse 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. How long should we live on the earth? Your body should live 120 years. According to whose knowledge? Well, then why do people say 70 or 80 years? No, that's the Bible. But they misinterpret. Go, hold your place there. Go to Psalm 90. Psalms 90. Psalms 90 is a prayer of Moses. Now, during this rebellion uh, that was raised up against the knowledge of God, when they believed in evil report, remember, ten people assuaged three million people to go against God. Can you imagine that? There were only four people that believed the word of God. Moses, Aaron, and really, the only two that came out of that land was Joshua and Caleb. Only two of them. Joshua and Caleb came out of that land. Moses and Aaron didn't even come out of it. Praise God. Uh, Psalm 90 is, is reflecting of this time of rebellion and then believing in unbelief. It says in verse 10, it's talking to a rebellious. Well, back up. Verse 8. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. What are the secret sins? What's in your heart? Remember, David said, keep my heart from presumptuous sins, from arrogant sins. Um, verse 10. The days of our years are three score years and ten. How many is that? Seventy years. And if by reason of strength... In other words, if they kept on living or they were younger, that it go up to four score years, which is how many? Eighty. So it's 70 or 80 years. Yet is there strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. This was a specific prophecy that was fulfilled referring to the children of Israel that rebelled against God. Now go back to Numbers 14. We need to know what God says about us. And if we know it, then we need to start saying it. And it then becomes a pedestal out in front of us in the direction we are going. What direction are you going? Are you prospering and in good health? I think so, yes. Uh, uh. Hello? What are you saying? Because what you are saying is the direction you're going in. God only wants you to go up. God is a God of increase. He only wants you blessed and increased. So really what happens is that if you are not speaking his word the way he does, you're actually speaking against his word for your life. And he calls it evil. If you say I'm sick, you have believed an evil report. If you say I'm poor, you believed an evil report. And God says it's an evil heart of unbelief. So what do we need to do? We need to fill ourselves up with the knowledge of God. Because if you fill yourself up with the knowledge of God every single day, that's what's going to come out of your mouth, and that's the direction you're going to go in. Anybody in here got the victory? Amen. Come on, anybody in here going up? Amen. Are you healed? Yes. Are you blessed? Yes. Whose report will you believe? 
Praise God. Some of y'all need to join the choir. Sounds good. Now notice uh, verse 27. God's now speaking. Well, verse 26, the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? Why did he call them an evil congregation? Because of their unbelief. Which murmur against me, or you could say against the knowledge of God. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me, say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken, so will I do. Look at that now. Put your eyes on it. As you have spoken, and notice he said, as you have spoken in my ears. Did they think that they were speaking in the ears of God? They thought they were speaking in the ears of the congregation. They thought they were speaking in the ears of the elders. Do you remember what happened when, uh, when Moses and, and Aaron and Joshua and Caleb, all four of them, tried to persuade the children of Israel, don't do this? Do you remember they fell on their faces? They ripped their clothes? They said, don't do this. Uh, back up to chapter 14, verse... Um, Where does it say they picked up stones? It says they bade stones to stone them. Verse 10. Um, verse 9, they said, uh, Joshua and, and Caleb and Moses and, and uh, Caleb, they all speak with one voice and they're all trying to persuade this three million people. And they said, only rebel not against the Lord. Neither fear the people of the land. For they are bred for us. Talking about the land of, that flows with milk and honey. Their defense is departed. We've got the victory, y'all. Don't go by what you see. The victory is ours. Don't believe what you see. Believe what God has said. The, their defense has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. He was for about 10 more seconds. Watch what happens. Verse 10. But all the congregation picked up stones to stone them. The four people that had the knowledge of God, they said, kill the knowledge. Kill it. We're not going in that direction. And then he says over here in verse 28, but as truly as I live, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. What did they speak in the Lord's ears? God has taken us into this land only to kill us. They said, let us raise up a captain and go back to Egypt into bondage. They, they departed from the truth of God's word. Forget about what any denomination teaches or what any doctrine teaches. What does God's word teach? This is what we are to believe. 
You know, as my spiritual father says, Bishop Butler, if, if, if the preacher can't show you in the book, don't you believe it? If you want knowledge, where do you go? Where do you go? <coughs> Man, I have so many scriptures to look at tonight. But praise the Lord, I believe we got what we needed. Um... Go, go to Matthew 11. Well, you know, let me just quote it. You all know it. It says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come and learn of me. If you need knowledge, where does Jesus say to go? He says go to him. He doesn't say go to the preacher. He doesn't say to go to the Christian book on doctrines. He doesn't really even say, just go to the Bible. He says, come to me. Come to me. And I will give you rest. How do we come to him? We come to him through prayer. We come to him through, through spending time putting the knowledge of this word inside of us and then doing what his word says. We come to him by talking to him about what his word has said and what we should do. And he shows us. Praise God. It's by knowledge that we learn these things. Let me give you a few scriptures. You ready to write these down? Proverbs 2.6. This is what I wanted. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understand. Where does knowledge come from? God's mouth. How are you going to get it out of God's mouth? You got to go to him. You got to go to him. That's why it's so awesome to be able to fellowship with him over his word. Because when you begin to read his word, the word of the Almighty, the voice of his, of his mouth will speak to your heart. Praise God. Proverbs 5.2 says, And that thy lips may keep or protect knowledge. Proverbs 8.10 says, Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. What's more important? Knowledge. Proverbs 10 verse 14. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Wow. Wow. What you say. Let's go to Proverbs 24 and we'll close there. What you put in you is what you'll walk in. If you want to walk in victory, then you've got to put the knowledge of the Almighty on the inside of you. Proverbs 24. And let's start with verse 1. Be not thou envious against evil men. What's an evil man? One that walks in unbelief or not the knowledge of God. Neither desire to be with them. Wow. Don't even desire to be with them if they're not full of the knowledge of God or have the knowledge of God. 
For their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. By what? By knowledge shall what? Shall your house be filled with beautiful things. Here's where I wanted to go, verse 5. A wise man is strong. A wise man is what? A wise man is what? Strong. A wise man is strong. Nehemiah 8.10 says, Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Is there also another source of strength? Notice this. A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. So not only is a man of knowledge strong, but a man of knowledge gets stronger and stronger. If you don't have strength, how can you increase in strength? Increase in knowledge. The, the level of knowledge that you have will be proportional to the strength that you have. Can I say that again? The level of knowledge you have is proportional to the level of strength you have. If you have little strength, it's because you have little knowledge. And of course, what goes with that knowledge is what you're walking in, what you're talking, the direction that you're going. Amen? Drop down here to verse uh, 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, what is that? The day of trouble? The day of pressure? The day of attack? See, we can come to church and say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. God is good all the time. But I like what Brother Bill Winston says. Turn up the fire seven times and now see what you're saying. Come on. And that what they did to Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? They turned up the fire seven times, the pressure seven times, and what did they continue to say? We're not bowing down to your gods. Amen. They stood on what they believed. Why? Because they were full of knowledge. They were men of prayer. Glory to God. They stayed full of the word. If you faint in the day of adversity, why is it? Your strength is small. And what is your strength directly connected to? Knowledge. That's why we are to be students of the Word of God. Filled up with the Word of God. Filled up with the knowledge of the Almighty. Because that knowledge will produce results in our life. That knowledge will produce victory in our life. Can you see how important this is? Amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 1, the Lord told Joshua, he said, my, my servant Moses is now dead, and I'm going to use you to take the children of Israel over into the promised land. He said, only be thou, you don't remember? Only be thou, put, put up Joshua 1, verse 8. Only be thou strong. What is strength directly connected to? What was he telling Joshua? Hold fast to what you know. Hold fast to what I've told you. And be what? Strong and be what? Courageous. And then he goes on to say, only to observe everything in the book of the law. Everything I've told you. To observe and to do it. Then thou shalt make thy way 
prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Why? Because you put the knowledge of the Almighty first and walked in it. And when you do, you're now building a platform for yourself. This is my year of the great grace of God. I'm walking in his great grace. I'm telling you, I'm expecting victories and experiencing great victories this year. Why? Because I'm a student of his word. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I'm filling myself up with his knowledge, and I'm going where he's called me to go, which is victory, victory, victory. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we have to close. We're out of time. Anybody get anything out of that tonight? Praise God. Let's lift our hands and just.